to Relatable Roles, the podcast where every horrible action is due a equally horrible reaction. Yeah, that, that works. That works, that tracks, I think. Yeah, yeah that tracks. That we're tracks. rusty. Yeah, we're rusty. Because we, why? Because we've been on break. And what a break it was. But the darkness calls us back. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, we have a, you know love-hate relationship with the, with the darkness we're winking at it slyly from across <laughs> the room you know socially distanced and everything i'd let the darkness buy me a drink yeah yeah it's good for that it's good for that <laughs> i am your host who apparently according to these notes is well rested and refreshed question mark uh max nestorowicz and as always joined by my curiously crossfitting deadlifting dame claire higginbottom <laughs> That was a that's an interesting set of of alliteration there, but yeah, I I started the CrossFit and I only sometimes want to die. <laughs> <laughs> you're 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 doing it, and that's what uh that's what counts. Yeah, playing yeah. playing Delta Green is actually less horrifying than going to CrossFit. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh boy, I'll just say that for the record. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, we are here today to play Delta Green. We are continuing the Future Perfect saga with part three. And Claire, you your character had an unfortunate demise at a degenerate snake person last game. So who are you playing today? Uh, yeah, I uh, really, really ate it. Uh, and uh, I'm really sad that no one followed up on my dying words, which is Rob the old lady at the museum. But <laughs> um, it's neither here nor there. Uh, today, I will be playing Mariah McNeely, uh, an FBI agent. But don't let the cute name fool, fool you, because she is a stone-cold bitch. She definitely has killed people, but she's not going to tell you how many. And there are probably uh, figurative and literal skeletons in her closet. Uh, she's charming as heck and knows how to use a gun. <laughs> okay. Okay. And uh, returning to future perfect we have stacy playing dr valerie moss hello stacy how are you fantastic i'm curious if mariah mcneely knows how to crossfit oh she definitely does but she doesn't do it like at a crossfit gym she just like has like rusted old farm equipment in her backyard that she just like does chin up after chin up on oh that's that's the hardest just, thing to do apparently and just like flips old tires <laughs> in her spare time I love it. I'm excited to get to know Mar Mariah McNeely. <laughs> and returning is Dr. Valerie Moss. <laughs> yep. Uh, also returning, we have Joe's uh, Gary Weaver from the FBI. Hey, Joe, how's it going? Going well. Thank you. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm also excited to be back. Uh, you know, uh, last time I failed to shotgun very well as an engineer, possibly worse than even when I played Team Fortress 2. So... <laughs> I love playing Engineer in TF2. Every now and then I feel like I should reinstall that game, but I'm just like, I don't want to spend the time like getting reaccustomed to all the subtleties of that wonderful, <laughs> wonderful game. Yeah, same here. Yeah. And last but not least, we have Kayla coming back as the, uh, lo the, the lovable JJ, Jeffrey Jeeves. Hi, Kayla. How you doing? Uh, my character and I are both sane at the moment, but that remains to be seen if that will be something that continues. <laughs> yep. Did yes, you regain your sanity after you lost your dragonfly? Uh, well, no, I'm still obsessed. And we'll okay. see if my journey into nature um, gives me back my sanity. <laughs> 
that is a, a wonderful transition, Kayla. Thank you. Yeah, as, as, like this is a, as this is an ongoing game, we're going to get right into the vignettes of what happens after uh, the team's voyeurs, uh, or voyage into the head of Chester, Ohio. So, uh, Kayla, we'll start with you. You are going back to nature, it sounds like. So yeah. I need you to roll me a... Oh, sorry. Go, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, in the area, so I figured I'd hit up a few national parks and just stare at some rock formations for a while and <laughs> <laughs> not read any strange books or look for any giant insects. Okay, okay. I need you to roll sand for me. Okay. I got 59. And that is... <gasps> above what i have <laughs> oh so it is a, it is a it is a failure so but you sure still get things in the rock formations you guys well you you, <laughs> you do you do get some uh some solace from the, okay. the, the calm serenity of nature but um who are you blowing off to go to the natural parks because you're doing this oh. by yourself uh my dog unfortunately buddy um will remain <laughs> with my mom Okay, so, usually you can't use a dog as a bond, but we'll oh, allow sorry. it. Oh, sorry. So, okay. <laughs> we'll just, um, your mom. I stuck well, my you, dog you, with my mom, and then yeah, my you, mom Yeah, you're, 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 yeah, your your mom's kind of, you know, old, because your character's pretty old, if I recall correctly. He's in yes. his 50s, I believe, so yeah. so she's quite old, and it's a lot of, uh, it, it's a lot of effort for her to watch uh, your dog, so. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> Apparently, I didn't make enough to board him. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> All right, what do I roll for that? Is it a D four? Uh, no, you just lose one. Oh, okay. Just one with your with your mom. All right. So, and then nothing back for sanity. Uh, one back for sanity. Woo! So, uh, FBI Special Agent Weaver, uh, what are you doing in between uh adventures with Delta Green? I'm actually just gonna fill fulfill responsibilities. I'm uh, you know, duty driven here after watching so many deaths, but just kind of just keeping the low profile. Okay. Uh, roll Stan. All right, let's give it a shot. 54 under 65. Okay. Uh, which of your bonds are you spending a lot more time with? Uh, let's say my mentor. Um, you know, uh, or actually I'd say, actually, well, how about my, my gun, my gun nut buddy, Mike? Okay. Yeah. You and Mike are spending a lot of time at the range together. Just, you know, not really practicing your firearms, but just enjoying the camaraderie of, um, of each other's presence. So increase your bond with him by a D six as you, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's getting towards the holiday times and, uh. You know, each of you kind of get that those holiday blues, but you it, it's it's a little bit less uh strenuous with uh with with your friend. And then uh Dr. Moss, what are you doing? Um, I'm actually going to get on Bumble BFF and make a new friend. <laughs> okay, so you are trying to establish a new bond. You got uh, that right. <laughs> roll me charisma times five. Let 
Do 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 do. I'm over. You're over. Okay. Um. Well, you don't you don't make any lasting uh uh connections with anyone. So it's there's just a lot of people on there, but no one's really. Everything's kind of up in the air with the holidays and uh the increasing case count from covid so you, you everyone's being super cautious and you don't get that uh you don't get that lasting connection that you're looking for but um who are you not seeing because you're spending so much time trying to establish a new connection with someone um i'm not seeing my current bff okay so she uh she does not take uh uh kindly to that you know you kind of blow off a coffee date with her you know gonna go get your seasonal coffee treats from the local shop um but uh so reduce that bond by one i guess there's always next time more fish in the sea (laughs) (laughs) exactly exactly all right um dr moss agent weaver and jj High or low? High. High. All right. Uh, roll luck. JJ. Oh yeah, eighty-three. Okay, good. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, out of the oh, ordinary excellent. happens. Yes. Uh, Agent Weaver. Uh, high or low for luck? Low. All right, roll that luck. Sixty-eight's low, right? That's <laughs> no, no. Low. Come on. Uh, you receive a letter in the mail from the Cincinnati law firm of Richard A. Goldfarb and Associates, um, threatening severe legal action uh, if anything is pursued against one Danan Ignis of Chester, Ohio. Uh, so. This was the the cult leader that you guys spoke with um, last time. Uh, he, they're uh, they're making they're making sure uh, they're they're, make, they're making strong on those uh, claims that you're gonna leave them alone. So uh, roll wow. San. Sixty-two under sixty-five. I'll take that. Okay, yeah, but you you take it in stride. You take it in stride, uh, Doctor Moss. Uh, high or low on luck? Hi. And you, I rolled. Uh, uh, I rolled a. Is that an eight? Yes. Damn it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you get a similar letter, uh, from the Cincinnati law firm of Richard A. Goldfarb and Associates. Uh, roll that sand. Thirty-four under sixty-nine. All right, you also just take that in stride. I'm kind of glad right. I died. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah, you dodged a bullet on that one. Well, you couldn't dodge a snake person now. <laughs> Anyways, so. Um, it has been several months since the voyage to Chester, Ohio. Uh, you have not heard anything from either the organization or um, other than those uh, letters from uh, the Goldfarb Associates uh, law firm. Um, nothing in regards to um, 
what happened in Chester. Uh, it's been all quiet on the Delta Green front. Um, we'll say at this point, it is February 2022. Um, you do get a uh, a message from a uh, from Agent Jace, your handler of this matter, uh, telling you to come in as there's been developments that require your intervention. Um, and you are uh, all tasked with reporting to the uh, FBI regional office in Philadelphia. So any anything anyone wants to do before they head out to Philly? E-A-G-L-E-S. Go Eagles. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. I'm going to bring nice. some bug spray with me. <laughs> like, 100% DEET. Okay. Okay. All right. So, um, you all arrive at 8 a.m. on a Monday to the FBI regional office in Philly. Um, you are uh, uh, escorted to a uh, meeting room where uh, you are greeted by Agent Jace. And a very serious-looking woman um, who has eyes that kind of stare uh, bullets into you. Uh, this is Agent McNeely. Um, some, some eyes that, you know, have se- you can tell have seen some things or maybe done some things. Um, but um, Agent Jace uh, motions for you to sit down and has a manila folder. And, uh, you know, in a very serious manner, she's like, the incident in Chester, Ohio, has been dealt with. Um, It did not go as planned. Um, We have received assistance from Mr. Ignis. Um, He is watching the manor closely. Uh, Everyone roll luck. Oh seven. Uh, high or low? Low is usually good, so we'll say low is good. Uh, you do recall seeing a story about a museum burning burning down in a small Ohio town, but uh, and the, the curator was also there. Uh, but you don't know anything about that. That doesn't ring any bells with you. Okay, that makes okay. me sad, but I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, well, your character's cool with it. Um, <laughs> so, uh, uh, la- uh, last week, a 22-year-old employee of Hunt Specialty Services, a Mr. Jonathan Emery, was detained and questioned by TSA officials at LaGuardia Airport in New York. Emery was pulled aside in a random search and his evasive answers and nervousness quickly drew the suspicion of the interrogators. Uh, During his questioning, the 340 kilograms of engineering equipment he was bringing to Switzerland were searched. The equipment was supposedly specialty testing devices for a subcontractor in Bern. A quick check on this story proved it to be false. There is no such subcontractor in Bern, and arrangements have been made by Emery for a car to pick him up at the airport. 
Within each device were hidden compartments filled with small gold ingots, totaling nearly 100 kilograms, with a value of nearly $5 million. The stunning revelation opened a uh, landslide of questions, which Emery had very few answers. Um, Emery is currently being held by federal authorities as a suspected smuggler. He immediately uh, promised total cooperation. He claims, and the story is true based off of his uh, travel records, that he has made similar trips twice in the last two years. Um, Emery is employed at the Hunt offices of Hunt Electronics, New, excuse me, at the New York offices of Hunt Electronics. Um, although he knows about, uh, he knows about, um, you know, he has to go deliver uh, his, his equipment. Um, he never, he did not know about that he was uh, moving the money or moving the, uh, moving the uh the goods uh everything seemed kind of shady but he was given um uh su substantial cash bonuses to uh, uh overlook specialty equipment um he was never to open any of the cases for any reason always check the luggage as specialty equipment never let the luggage out of his sights and delivered the luggage by specialty van to credit suisse bank in Bern. um apparently once at credit suisse Luggage was taken away by attendants and white-gloved men with sidearms. Um, he often used the trips as ways to travel Europe, as one does in their uh, mid-20s. So. Uh, yep. So. Uh, the uh, equipment that he was delivering was manufactured at, um, in Duxbury, Pennsylvania, which is a location of... Hunt Specialty Services, which is sort of the R&D uh, subsidiary of Hunt Electronics. So based off of your team's interventions in Hellbend and what was uncovered and reported upon in Chester, uh, you are to investigate Hunt Specialty Services plants and determine the nature of why they are shipping gold from a apparently a microchip plant. Uh, this is Agent McNeely. She will be uh, joining your task force in regards to this. Um, she has proven herself to be a capable asset to the organization. Hey. Yeah. How's it going? Nice to meet you, Agent. So, uh, due to the nature of um, how this was discovered, this is being treated as an official investigation. So you do have some actual legitimacy uh, as agents of the FBI uh, to um, investigate the nature of this. Uh, by this point, it should be known that... Um, uh, excuse me. Um, uh, Mr. Emery did not make it to Switzerland to deliver the package. So there has been some word from the HSS that, you know, this, that uh, Emery was just a, uh, that they had no involvement with it on this. He was just a, um, 
uh, employee operating outside of the officials of the companies. So that's that's their official story. Interesting. But we have not had we have not directly approached them extensively due to the uh, surrounding background of the organization and open open file that is being built upon them by you. So. Gotcha. Do we have any contacts set up in Duxbury? Uh, no, um, not at this time. Uh, it's a uh, from from uh, everyone. Roll me intelligence to see if you guys have heard of this place or what you know. Uh, <laughs> twenty-two under fifty-five. Oh, okay, that's a critical success. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is pretty much like a company town. Um, it's about ten thousand people. The uh HSS plant is like the main uh employment uh place a place of employment in this town. Um, if it weren't for the plant, this place probably wouldn't be around as it were so um, kind of like how hellbend used to be oh yeah yeah a little bit a little bit like <laughs> that that seems suspicious <laughs> yep yep but um uh you've heard of um i mean this place has been well known it's been a facility for several decades at this point the current head of uh hunter electronics william lassiter uh resides in town and uh, he's always talking up about the great things coming out of the plant. Um, do, 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 do. Yeah. Uh, there have been um, some deaths associated at the plant over the years. Um, about a dozen or so, but they've all been attributed to industrial accidents. Any details beyond just industrial accidents? Like, uh, not just from this role. Uh, you'd have to kind of like look into death records and such. I mean, there's not like website of like conspiracy theorist. No, like, uh... laying out like a <laughs> elaborate plot with deaths in this factory. <laughs> no, no, um. <laughs> From everything that you can recall, everything that that um, Agent McNeely recalls from this is um, seems like like industrial accents you would expect from you know a plant in Pennsylvania. Uh, the uh, the most recent one is apparently attributed to a water pressure uh, cutter accident. Those can be nasty. Seems yeah. like something we might want to do a little peeksy poo into, because I mean, in Hellbend, some guy looked like he got run over by a wildcat thing, but he was actually mauled to death by a dinosaur. So 
Methinks things can look like other things. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yep. Uh, so yeah, that is what you know just about the area uh, before actually heading in and being boots on the ground. So gold ingots are being shipped out of the plants in uh, engineering equipments. Apparently, they've been doing this for multiple times. Um, and the organization is uh, claiming nonfeasance. Okay. Uh, you do know that William Lassiter, the current head of the company, has been the head of the company for for the organization. Uh, multiple recessions, change. Or... Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, born over 70 years ago in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Uh, oh. Excellent students in all things mathematical. Never married. Um, Handpicked protege of Thomas McAfee, the man who succeeded Arthur Hunt after the uh, plant explosion in 1952. Um, uh, he came into the company right out of the University of Pennsylvania, tender age of 20. Um, he was the heir apparent early on, um, put in charge of special projects, uh, been running the company since 1977 when he became the CEO after, um, uh, Thompson McAfee retired, uh, took the company in, uh, uh, new directions, uh, diverted from defense contracts to, con uh, to component production for burgeoning home computer business, which at the time was in its infancy. Um, and just became more profitable over the over the decades. Um, was able to maneuver through the volatile electronics sector, record profits, new contracts. Um, always does business behind closed doors. Um, he is uh, when when you look up articles about him, he is equally feared and admired for his business acumen. Um, yeah, uh, lives in Duxbury. Uh, near the plant um kind of distant a little bit eccentric but he's not like foolish or anything like that from what you've uh read about him are there any photos on this article like uh, uh yeah i can give you a current photo from his recent Kind of a wide, wise face. Um, based on what the other agents already know about the case for being involved in it, and what I know from being briefed, knowing that the guy that ran the original one had, like, clones? Does he look like he could be, like, a version of that guy? No, no. Uh, there's photos of him aging over the decades and okay. such. So, 
Yeah. Yeah, that's where I was heading with that. <laughs> yeah. Good good thinking, Gary. <laughs> Like yeah. Yep. So um uh due to this nature due to the nature of investigation, uh you could arrange talking with Lassiter if you wanted. Um you have to go through the proper business channels or just, you know, hello, this is the FBI. We would like to talk to you. Hmm. But you know, if that's the approach you wish to take. Um, you have my contact number. Be seeing you, says Agent Jace, and she leaves the room. Bye, Agent Jace. <laughs> I mean... My thought is we can't go in front door and be like, hey, we're FBI and we got questions. Maybe we could arrange for him to meet us as, like, media and doing an interview or something like we could, you know, yeah, my concern with that is that, um, I mean, we met with a cult leader and two of y'all got lawsuits. <laughs> so I have a feeling that a CEO of a company is going to be even more so on the lockdown. Um, I mean, that's a good point. Yep. <laughs> it's almost tempting just to like call him up and be like, yo. We know some shit about what's going on in Hellbent. Let's share information and you can come join Delta Green. But that usually doesn't work. Oh, man. Max is making a face. <laughs> Which makes me wonder if that would work. Um, your, inve your investigation. I know. Because I don't know. Like, it's basically the same exact town as Hellbend, where it was built around the factory and like the whole thing was based around the factory. And it seems like this branch of Hunt Electronics is also doing some shady stuff. I mean, if they have gold ingots, those are usually like old school gold, right? Like is art. Do we know if the gold is like modern gold pieces or if they're like historic gold pieces? Uh, the gold ingots discovered were they look to be recently smelted. Uh, no, uh, uh, no uh, identifying stamp dates or serial numbers. Like uh, if you were searching up like Nazi gold, like Nazi gold has all the regalia and yeah. shit and serial numbers and stuff like that. Um, but from the from the uh, Cursory investigation, it looked like it was something that was recently smelted. Were there any distinguishing marks on them at all, or was it just, like, flat gold pieces? Flat, yeah. Like, if you picture, like, a gold brick, like, okay. that's what you're... Yeah. So they were, like, made in-house. <laughs> mm-hmm. Transmutation uh, magic of some, some sort. Gotta be. Yeah, or, yeah. I mean... Just trying to think of all the weird stuff we've seen so far. Um, and I'm speaking as an agent who has been fully briefed on everything you guys have been through. I'm assuming. Yes. Yeah. yeah. This this isn't your first Delta Green yeah. uh, option. You and are know, the like, leftovers seen... of a other group. Yeah. yeah, but I've seen reports of what they saw in Hellbend and in Ohio. Yep. 
didn't JJ didn't JJ some, bring something home from the first party um, in Hellbend? And is it something that we could potentially trade for information? Is it property of Hunt Electronics? What was it again? Oh man, that was by Dragonfly. It, yeah, it died. It broke. Yeah, it uh. It broke during the uh, when the gate was collapsing upon itself. Oh, damn it. Yeah, it was yeah. not fortunate. No, we just have me who knows like a weird ancient language now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which could come in handy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because my thought is if there was a weird time portal gate underneath this very smoke and mirrors electronics plant in the middle of nowhere where the city is based on the town basically we have the same electronic plant factory town situation that's i mean it's it's the parent is a mess is like the weird shit company who are we to not say that there is not a additional time portal in the basement of this of this factory <laughs> um, well there's most definitely something weird or creepy here yeah um, i think maybe the deaths are, are a good thing to maybe start looking into because we could confirm if it's a dinosaur or something that is eating everyone yeah or like if the the guy who was was a, like cut by the water saw had like something else in him that isn't what you would normally see in in an unfortunate factory accident. Well, I think one thing I'm, I'm kind of actually banking on some type of transmutation because it's, it seems to me, even if you had a time portal, you went back in time, you wouldn't be able to bring gold bars necessarily. Who's mining those gold bars where they come from. Even if you went back prehistoric time or you went back to ancient times, you would still need to rob a tomb or, and that would have some type of marking or something we could identify. Yeah. My thought God, with that is, is that they are, like, stealing back-in-time gold, and then they're re-smelting it down in order to remove the identifying marks. Because, like, it would probably be worth more if it was super old, but then they'd have a lot of questions to, to ask of, like, where did you get all of this? Where did you get $5 million of Nazi gold? <laughs> so my thought is that they're, like, melting it down and just reforming it into unidentifying bars. Theory. Um, but I, yeah, I, I do think that finding more information out about the deaths would be a great place to start. Um, could I do a bureaucracy role to get that information? Uh, or would I have to like? Yes. We, is that something that like we could just get with the bureaucracy role, or would we have to like go talk to the police? Uh, you could, you could, uh, you could look up getting the. You have to go visit the coroner. The coroner in Duxbury to get you know those kind of death records. Um, and then we just tell them our FBI. So. Yeah, and just be like, hey, we're looking into just the incident rate of workplace accidents and wanted to look at the autopsies. Yeah, that's that. You know, that's that's a a, a good cover for, know, the for, for the census. For the census. <laughs> for the census yeah i mean i think that would be a good place to start if we see things that are like very obviously this is not 
an actual workplace accident, we can work on compiling all of our data and then decide where we want to go from there. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay, so you're heading off down to Duxbury. Uh, where are you staying? Um, the, the Holiday Inn? Yeah. Is there a Holiday yeah. Inn one town over? <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. It's a bit of a, you know, half hour, 45 minute drive into town from uh, from where you're staying. Uh, from, from the town itself, but yeah. You can stay outside of town. I think it seems safer to stay one side outside of town, so we're a little less easy to find. <laughs> okay. Mariah's been on enough cases that she knows you want to be a little bit off the beaten path. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so you're in the vicinity of Duxburg. Duxbury, not that that Duxburg. This is this isn't Ducktales. <laughs> <laughs> Duxbury. So you're hitting up the coroner's office first, or you kind of just scoping things out, or what's going on? Can we do like a drive-by loop of the town ending at the coroner's yeah. office? Sure, sure. Um, you want to swing by the plant just to get a look get a at look it? Loop? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. So it's a it's a small company town company town for the most part. Um, you know, it's 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 a it's a ten thousand person town. Um, everything appears to be in very good condition as far as the buildings, the roads, uh, the amenities. Nothing's really out of um, out of touch or out of uh, out of place or run down and stuff like that. Um, going through the area, you see there's a large house on a hill, like overlooking the plant. Um, that's where uh, William Lasseter lives. Everyone, everyone knows that he's kind of, you know, he oversees the plant in the town from his house on the hill. Uh, the plant itself. Um, roll me alertness. 52 under 60. Okay. Uh, does anyone have military science? Okay. All right. No, but I have alertness and rolled a seven. Okay. Under 60. Okay. All right. So uh, here's what you, you, the general gist you get of the area. Uh, the HSS plant in Duxbury sits on. Uh, 2.5 acres of land outside of the town proper. So it's not like, you know, downtown next door, like it is in uh, Detroit or anything like that. Um, there are two runs of security fences, each 20 feet high, topped razor wire. Um, you see regular cameras on every pole, uh, uh, every fifth fence pole, you see a security camera. Um, there is, uh, all the parking is done outside of the plant. You see 500 plus cars outside of the plant. Um, there is a, um, like an entry security room that you go, that you enter through. Uh, there is a large gate for deliveries, you know, fence opens, truck drives in. There is what appears to be a literal bunker in between the two rows of the uh, uh, fences where the, where, where delivery trucks or semis would come in 
Um, you see uh, some some large industrial looking buildings. Like if you were going to go to a uh, like a, a, a automotive supplier or something like that, you know, large boxy buildings. A couple other small ones. Uh, you see what appears to be an electrical substation or some transformers. Um, uh, in, in a separate fenced-in padlocked uh, cordon uh, within the plant itself. Um, and, uh, you know, lines that lead out towards, like, high-tension wires um, in the surrounding area. So that is what you uh, see from just doing a quick drive-by of the plant. So it's, like, full-ass lockdown. Uh, roll me intelligence. Uh, oh, five. This is probably one of the most secure facilities like this on the planet. And we're coming from the Pentagon and can say that. Yeah. That's, that's just from, like, you're not sneaking into this with a pair of bolt cutters. Yeah. Through the fence. <laughs> <laughs> you could try. That's but um that's what that role tells you. That's fair. If you uh if you camp out and watch, you might see more stuff, but that's what you get for now. Sounds good. And on to the coroner's office. Mm-hmm. All right, so you arrive at the coroner's office. We'll say the coroner's name is Dr. Baswell. Um, how are you? Uh, how you? How you? How are you approaching this or running this? Who's taking point? I stacked myself in charisma and uh, persuade. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, I am going to introduce myself, say, hello, Dr. Baswell. Um, I'm Mariah McNeely. I'm with the FBI. Uh, we are partnering with OSHA and we're just doing kind of a nationwide investigation on, uh, workplace factory accidents. Um, we know that you in this town had one relatively recently, um, with a, Oh, a water power cutter. Um, and we were just wondering if we could see the uh, the autopsies for that and any other similar workplace injuries you might have uh, had for us. Um, roll me persuade plus 20 because you got a good backstory. Uh, oh, one under 70. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He gives you all... Recorded death certificates from um, from the uh, uh, from the Duxbury plant over the years. A total of uh, twelve people, um, varying uh, uh, varying causes of death. Um, all like industrial accidents. Um, Someone can roll medicine or first aid to kind of look at these and glean some info. Come on, Dr. Moss. (laughs) 
14 under 80. 14 under 80. Okay. Um, these all seem very uh, uh, by the book uh, as far as um, what has been uh, reported. Uh, there is notes how there are cursory um, investigations by on-staff medical site at the plant. Um, something does stick out to you in the latest reports. Um, see uh, high salinity water found in lungs of uh, victim. So salt water was found in the lungs of the man who died. That's extremely odd. Uh, if I recall, we were when we when we translated that gold cube. One of them was gonna fill that hole in the ground with water. Oh, I told you that outside of the game, but whatever. Yeah. Oh, I thought I thought we had uh um. Oh, uh, JJ well, translate all of them. Well, you. D- yeah, I don't remember really them, that time but, Sorry, I didn't. Well, I'm not well, trying to meta game. Well, uh, one of the one of the well, water was coming out of the uh, yeah. of the portal when when the team found it initially. So um, that's not a you know that's not a huge thing to huge huge uh, jump to conclusion. So <laughs> it's not a big jump to conclusions, Matt. <laughs> yep. But like when when Doctor Moss is looking over these, it, it you said it like they almost look like they're too clean and perfect workplace accidents. Mm-hmm. Like it almost looks suspicious how normal they are. Yeah. Okay. Harry sus. Write that down and underline it. <laughs> Okay. Is there anything else interesting that we can glean off the report? Um the the main takeaway is that like it's almost too perfect. Uh the the there there is a medical staff on hand at the plant, which is not unusual. Um uh but just that like at first glance these appear to be normal, but you dig a little deeper and maybe not uh dr baswell my colleague noted something interesting on this autopsy that there was uh abnormal water in the in the lungs of this last accident victim did you by any chance take samples of that uh yeah that was that was something i noticed during the uh autopsy Uh, i i talked with the plant staff about that and apparently they use uh, some kind of surfactant within the the cutter for help with the abrasion purposes. Um, I'm not a metallurgist or you know an, an engineer, but I, I guess that would ac- account for um, why you know there this wasn't you know fresh water or why there's the waters the water isn't to be ex- isn't as expected. Do you have any samples of of that abnormal water? Or did you? Uh, no, not this, no. No worries, bud. Shoot him a winning smile. <laughs> Were there any jewelry on the victims, like gold jewelry? 
Uh, no, that would be against uh federal. That would that'd be that would be against a safe operating procedure of uh heavy machinery like this. Ah, good point. As someone, as a coroner, I'm sure you have a, obviously, a, um, you're interested in and passionate, hopefully, about workplace safety. Do you have any, have you ever seen anything weird medically coming out of the, the plant? Uh, no, I uh, can't say, can't say I have. Um, the, the plant is, uh. Um, I mean, I've I've grown up in these in these parts my entire life, and a lot of the uh, industrial places aren't the most uh, cleanest or um, sanitary environments. But the but the HSS plants, uh, they're uh, clean as a whistle. Their 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 COVID practices are second to none. Um, you know, they they still have their workers heading in to uh, the building for manufacturing purposes. Um, but, uh, the, the company provides N95s to everyone in the facility and as a very strict mask policy, vaccination requirements, um, and they have to my, from what I've heard, hundred percent compliance with that. We wanted to find more medical records about plant personnel. Do you know where we might be able to find, uh, some? Uh, you you would maybe have to talk with the the plant itself on uh, on those kind of uh, reports. I only get them once they've hit the slab. Gotcha. Very fair. Yep. Do most of the people in the town then are they employed and work at the plant? Uh, I would say a good portion of the town. Uh, of the town does um i don't have an exact count but i know a, a a good portion of uh there's a lot of engineers and scientists who work there and they've got they're, they're pretty tight on security so they've got a a pretty sizable uh security presence here you know a lot of uh ex-military types but they're they're good for the town they spend money um they don't cause trouble uh so i'd say one out of 20 work for the work for the plant good to know uh i guess i just have one last question um since you're obviously the coroner you you get the bodies as they as they come do you have any direct correspondence with the medical team at uh at hunt uh yeah i've got a, got a phone number okay thank you mm -hmm. anyone else have anything for dr baswell all right um i I do kind of want to watch the the gates of the electronic place to see if we can get any more information of like how you actually get in. Uh, is there like 
a place to stake out that isn't super obvious. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like up the road and just kind of, you know, get some binoculars and... Yeah. Yeah. And then we can... Then we'll have a safe place in the car to to chat about what we know and maybe our options going forward. Mm -hmm. Um, Is that evening plans? What was that? Said sounds good. Are those like our evening plans then? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because it's it's getting pretty late in the day. Yeah, I mean, this way we can see like if maybe there's a second shift that comes and clocks in, or we can see kind of the even the leaving procedure because if that's the amount of hoops you have to jump through to get into the building, I'm guessing it's similar at night to make sure you aren't taking anything out. All right, so you're camping out in your car. Um, yeah. So it's it's getting late in the day, five o'clock, six o'clock. You've been at you know you had to get to get here, do your drive by, go to the coroner, talk to him. Da 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 da. Uh, six o'clock. All the cars, just as many cars are there as there were in the morning. Um, it's it's approaching twilight now, uh, so you know the lights in the parking lot are coming up. It's still as full as it was in the morning. Um, about every, I assume you guys are staying here for a while, like yeah. watching this place. Okay. Every half an hour, you see a man come out from the security building in the front and, like, patrol the, uh, does a once-around on the parking lot, then goes back inside. Uh, the way he carries himself, he's a, he's a, a security officer of some kind. Um, you don't see anyone leave. Uh, you... Uh, later in the evening, say about eight o'clock, uh, you see a bunch of guys who look like the guy uh, who was doing the patrol leave, and then an equal amount come in as like a second second security shift. Um, but still, all the cars of regular employees are still there. Um. How late you staying? Um, it depends on we can we do passive things like independently, like yeah, yeah, like, or like like I'm, I'm like what else are you uh, planning on doing? Or or Claire, you said you wanted to uh, discuss with yeah. your team well, what was going I wanna on. I want to do some some googling really quick to see if it's common practice to put a surfactant in a water drill. <laughs> It is, yeah. It's a okay. it's a way to increase the abrasion properties of uh, water jet cutters. Um, uh, you, what's your intelligence score? Mine. Yeah. Uh, eleven and times five, fifty-five. Okay. Um, if you see some stuff, it doesn't sound like you would use salt. Usually, you use some kind of abrasive, small bits of mineral. Small bits of um, uh, not really stone, but like something abrasive that it's like sand. Something doesn't dissolve in water. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, stuff could possibly break down that would leave a um, and uh, a a chloride or an oxide, a chloride or some sort of salt compound, but but you'd likely mm, see you be. If they only saw salt and and not any actual uh, pieces uh, of yeah cat, cat ion 
Yeah. Yeah. Like there weren't actual any residual pieces of grit or what yeah. would yeah, there would be, be there'd be something else um within yeah. the uh it also doesn't explain how a man had it from a accident with a drill to have it in his lungs. I mean, you can have a drill accident and lose your life, but he had seawater in his lungs, and she's and they're telling us that he didn't drown. That's weird. Well, um, is it like the water? Like I'm the getting, my, my vision was like he was cut in half by it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's a water pressure jet. You use it to cut through metal and stuff. Okay. Um. But I mean, I guess so was there his lungs were cut in half as well? That part, or well, I mean, he would have to somehow. Mm, he didn't see the body. You saw there's like the reports, so there was okay. water in his lungs. Um, there's you know. Mean that his lungs were intact. Uh, <laughs> there was a lot of. Um, I guess. So. There was I mean, a lot in the of report. There should be a diagram of the body. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Was there it like was a line uh, through the neck, like decapitated. Uh, <laughs> like a line. <laughs> Bowden, uh, uh, every uh, lot of uh, bone pulverization and the skin had been split by a massive pressure, which you could attribute to being uh, the water pressure die cutter. Um, but but that's it's weird. Yeah, it's yeah, very, very suspicious. Strange. Yeah. So. Uh, I wanted to get on LinkedIn and track down some of these engineers, these plant managers, and mm, then maybe okay. we, maybe we uh, find some people there that would have access, higher level access. Their key cards, they'll be at home. Let's talk to them. Let's see what they know. I'm also curious if they have any open positions for the security guards. It seems like they've got quite a few on staff and we all know that employment is uh, very open right now. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. So looking at LinkedIn, you see a surprising variety of positions based off of a um, microelectronics manufacturing facility. Uh, things you'd expect Mechanical engineers, um, uh, industrial technologists, chemists, geologist, linguist, paleontologist, metallurgist. Yep, metallurgist. You know, so um, a lot of uh, physicists, um, electrical engineers. Uh, I'm looking for specifically plant managers, though, right now. Um, I'm looking for a, a management, like maybe logistics would be the the right word I need to key on. Because I'd like okay. to I not only just do some research to maybe see what they know, but also get shipping records and what kind of junk they bring in this place. Uh, yeah, you could, you could find someone who does logistics. There's someone who's um, in charge of like plant logistics for shipments and such. Perfect. I Ship, shipping 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 coordinator. Perfect. I take that name down. Okay. And see if they live in the town. Obviously, well, they obviously would live in the town. But let's yep. uh, get uh, this person's name is Walter Weeks.
That's great. That's good info. Uh, what I'm kind of proposing here is that we go talk to this guy at some point while he's at home. Not only does that give us an opportunity to find out about scheduling that they do there, but it gives us an opportunity to maybe find out from a logistics point of view what kind of stuff they bring into the, the plant without getting too far into suspicion territory. All right. yeah, I think that would be an interesting way forward for sure. I think going to some dude's house is pretty suspicious, though. Yeah. Like, if you're trying to avoid suspicious territory, yeah. going to his personal residence is creepy as fuck, based on it's your LinkedIn. Yeah. something that right. we could do, but then we need, like, immediate follow-up actions as red flags would be raised. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got a good point there. <laughs> I'm... Maybe there's a local hangout. We can stop yeah. him there. I think it's like a out. local bar or something. Yeah. Um, I don't know, like... I know it's like could be such a risky move, but I I kind of just want to meet with this Lassiter dude and be like, we know some shit, you know some shit, let's trade some shit. <laughs> like Delta Green is all about shady stuff, and if we can get the shady people to be on our side, because we <sighs> clearly something is weird with these something weird is with something's weird is going on with like that snake those snake people that the cultists are, like, trying to keep in charge of. We found all that stuff at Hellbend that is, like, in between the dinosaurs and, like, the portal and all that stuff. Like, I almost wonder if he'd be open to... Like, I don't think all of us should go because if it does not go well and, like, he gets murdery, it's only, like, one or two of us that gets got. The, but, uh, the 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 cult from um, Chester, Ohio. They're kind of that was more like a MLM scheme than like an actual. Okay. But we know the snake people are real. Yes, you know snake people are real. We know the snake people are real. We know that after a certain point in his life, William Hunt, something happened to him, and he stopped aging. Yep. Um, we know he made those weird put it he like got that alien technology of put the thing in the ground and instant information transfer like walkie talkie thing the walkie talkie alien things the golden cones yep the walkie talkie (laughs) megaphone yeah like i don't i've i feel like the negative to that is that he could murder one of us which is a big negative um but if we could get him to give us more information and even like share that with Delta Green, the benefits of that would highly outweigh one of us getting murdered. I, I guess like that Max laughed is, at that, but. <laughs> the flip side is infiltration, which doesn't get anybody murdered. And we can infiltrate the facility at the very least. And get what I mean. What's the worst they do is that they they themselves decide they want to kill us. Then, I mean, but that's a pretty big stretch to go from plant to murder scene. But well, I guess no, no, it's not. They've done it there several times. Yeah, we just have to prove it. Yeah. So like, did so while we're sitting here having this conversation and staring at the front, are we seeing anything else that's exciting? Um. Are you staying past staying past midnight? 
Oh yeah. Sure. All right. Roll. Uh, someone in the group, roll luck. High or low? JJ, roll roll luck. No, let's go low. Okay. I rolled um either zero or one hundred. Triple triple zero. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. You don't see anything. You all go. Someone, blind. someone, someone. <laughs> uh, there's still those patrols happening uh-huh. of the parking lot, and like, someone notices your car. No, you guys. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Like they can't. Like you're you're far enough from the distance. They probably couldn't like spot the maker model, but like they've noticed the car is parked out there and has been there. For the last couple times, they've done their rounds at twelve p.m. on twelve a.m. on a on a Tuesday. Uh, we should probably get the fuck out of here <laughs> to the hotel. All right. As we're driving, is anyone following us? No. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, we- what we've been got? What would I need to use to find out the address of this Walter Weeks person? Uh, you would need uh, bureaucracy. Let me, let me attempt that, or let me see if it's worth passing to someone else. Do you think Facebook is locked down? Uh, seems like a person who just put it all out there. <laughs> he has some strong political views. <laughs> How into uh, Q is no, he? S- single. Wait, what? How into Q is he? <laughs> uh, from googling online, you don't see anything in, that would lead you to believe that he's that kind of person. I mean, he works for a company that has a vaccine mandate, so I'm guessing he's. Uh... Yeah, a hundred percent compliance vaccine man- mandate. Like when you were looking around for um like uh LinkedIn profiles, there's no uh termination dates that's that of of uh, December twenty twenty one once that once those things started coming down. Uh gotcha. No one's uh no one's left the company in a number of years. Or at least from like online profiles that you can see. Yeah. That's interesting. Okay. No, at least people who work in this plant. Uh, yeah, I'd love to tail this guy if we can get a tail on him or find out where he lives. Every uh, no one had, and also no one had left at midnight. So everyone is still there. So everyone's yep. still working. Everyone's still there. We don't know if they're working. <laughs> well, there's uh, got to be something. There's got to be trucks that come in and out of this place in some fashion. We and and that is the way. Like I mean, whether they're shipping things in or out, we can tell what they're doing there, or we find or just infiltrate the truck ourselves. Did we see any deliveries coming or going while we were there in the couple hours? Uh, n- not while you were there. Not not yesterday. Okay. It was yeah. You only I mean you were there pretty late in the day, yeah. uh, when you were camping out, and you just did a quick drive by when you were there, so you didn't see anything while you were there. Yeah. Okay, so, I mean, it's midnight, we're at the hotel. Let's, obviously, we're not going to be able to, 
creep anyone out at midnight because that seems like a very uncomfortable and unsavory thing to do. Um, oh, that's just when I get started. <laughs> oh, Gary. <laughs> Let's kind of give him one of these. <laughs> um, When they're so open-ended, it's so difficult to pick what not a trash <laughs> fire would be. What if we just assume that anything we're going to do in this city is going to be a trash fire? Yeah. And that we well, just then if to everything's going to be a trash fire, trash let's just start fire. with the biggest trash fire that doesn't involve <laughs> breaking into a lockdown compound. And one or two of us can try and call a meeting with Lassiter. <laughs> From a FBI standpoint, because I feel like if we did that, they'd be on lockdown. But I'm not um, sure if business. Well, does anyone have business? Like, I mean, I have a shit ton of bureaucracy, and I'm charming. Um, and yeah, I'm trying to, roll to, get, like, to see if you can find his, this uh, guy's address when you get him home. Yeah, I can roll that for you, real yep, quick. Yeah, bureaucracy. You can try to pull records on, uh, on sixty-eight Mr. under seventy. Uh, yeah, you can you can get the address of one Walter Weeks, resident of Duxbury, Pennsylvania. Duxbury, Pennsylvania. Bingo. We got him. <laughs> you, know where, you know where he lives. We know where he lives, so worst case scenario, we could roll by there, see if he's even home, and see if these guys actually go home, or they just work all day and night. We have a picture yeah. of him, too, right? Uh, Mr. Mr. Weeks, Weeks or the boss? Mr. Weeks. Yeah, does Mr. Weeks have uh, a profile with the picture? Sure. Uh, yeah, there's a, a very professional um, headshot of a man in his mid-40s. Forgettable. A, a forgettable face. Oh, okay. Yeah, man, like, maybe we should just, like, like one of us go to, like, the local bar scene and see if anyone, either of these two people show up. I, I like that idea. We, and then we also have his address. If anything, I mean, I'm always to go down to the local tavern, D and D style. You know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that that's less creepy than going to. <laughs> yeah, because then we don't have to pull FBI and like raise the town's awareness. Because small town, someone's like, "Oh, FBI." Here's my badge. Badge flash. The entire town knows. Sure. No. Yeah. We have. A, we have. That's what I mean. We have that as, as like a last ditch if we need it. So alternatives are great. Yeah, Especially don't, don't shoot. Here's my badge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You going to bed? Oh, yeah. yeah. My 62-year-old ass is going to sleep. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> all right. All right. That's all right. It's Tuesday. What is your plan of attack? You uh, enjoy the continental breakfast from the Holiday Inn. <laughs> sure. Nice selection of muffins and bagels and instant oatmeal. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna use the little like cereal dispenser to get some fruity to get some Fruit Loops. <laughs> mm-hmm. With like the kind of room temperature two percent milk cartons. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> 
All right, so what's the plan for Tuesday? Um, well, the bar thing has to be later, because otherwise you're just sad. Yeah. Or there's like a, maybe a local, uh, did we actually, eat, everyone eat breakfast, or is anybody still hungry and want to hit the local diner? <laughs> Yeah, and if Coffee. they don't really see anyone Coffee. come out, they might all be out now and <laughs> get food. Yeah, you could, you could, uh, you could, uh, go to the local diner, see what you see if you find anything there. Yeah, I love that. Okay. My tummy rumbles. <laughs> all right, so yeah, it's a it's a small town diner. Um, there's a couple old codgers, you know, sitting at the counter. Uh, there's also. Mm, Three men in their late twenties, early thirties, with a definite military look to them, uh, eating a like a hearty breakfast. Um, they look as if they've been up all night. It's about nine a.m. We'll say. So you would, mm. you would, you would, uh, you would guess that these are probably third shift. Um, they're all wearing. Uh, oh, they're wearing like this these brown jackets, uh, or it should be it should be uh, black black suit with a khaki shirt. Um, their 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 buttons are undone, and they're you know they're not wearing their ties, but it appears to be like their uniform. Is that the same uniform that the security people were wearing? So these, are some, I, these are some security guards. I don't know if I want to fuck with the security guards, you guys. <laughs> no, we can have a just a nice, calm breakfast. Maybe see where they head off when they leave, and maybe they end up unconscious. With maybe we get free uniform with badges. <laughs> um, maybe we'll start guys, by like, sitting look- down. Yeah, these guys look potentially like ex-military, very strong, right? Yeah, yep. I don't think we're knocking these guys out and getting their badges. <laughs> yeah, they look. They, I got they, a little they, bottle they, of chloroform. They they <laughs> look uh, they look ex-military, ex-bodyguard. Like they're they're definite. Like don't fuck with me. That's what they look like. Um, but they're very personable. They're very like. Uh, they're social, you know, they're, they're, they're kind of the wait staff, you know, they stack their plates up after they're all done and after, so it's easy for the wait staff to clean up after them. They are nice boys. Agent McNeely, sit down and start talking about CrossFit with these bros. Bingo. Um, you're are, charismatic. Are we, are we sitting close to them? We'll say you're, we'll say that you're kind of like, well, do you want to be, or do you want to be a respectable distance away? So they don't notice you. Eavesdrop. I don't know because I could like I could start talking about my my deadlift personal records to see if they like get interested and want to talk to me, but that also seems skeptical. <laughs> I give it a shot. We got we don't have a lot to go on. We're within uh, earshot. <laughs> yeah. So I very excitedly start talking about how I got a new PR. On my deadlift that morning. Yeah, and you're, you're. Uh, I assume everyone's like loudly away, like, "Oh yeah, that's great, yeah. that's great." Yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll say that like one of them kind of like notices that you're, you know, talking about, you know, pring. Um, mm-hmm. are, are you trying to catch their eye? 
like when you're when you're talking so that they yeah, notice like, you yeah like and, and but like you know, He's kind of like, just like nods his head in approval. Yeah. But other than that, yeah. he, um, <laughs> you know, he kind of goes back to eating with his with his buds. Okay. So. So if we quiet down, do we hear them talking about anything? Uh. Yeah. Um. The the gist is that uh, there's. Yeah, there, there's there's three of them. Um, one of them appears. They they all seem to be relatively recent hires. We'll say. Um, one of them particularly, he's like the newest of the bunch, and and the other two are like, hey, like you know, you know, we don't worry. We we've been working third shift for a while too, but you know, that's just kind of how you get. You, you they break you in like that. Everyone's got to do the third shift, and then you know you'll be brought on full time and, um. You know, then you start getting, you know, the perks. You know, uh, Avery treats you right. Uh, you know, you just gotta, you know, tough it out. You know, that's just, this is this uh, is. So, from what we're hearing, we can kind of conjecture that some guy, last name theoretically Avery, is the head of security. Mm-hmm. That's uh, heavy. Yeah. I uh. Just like on my phone, do some quick googling about him. Uh, you don't see a net presence on this guy. Okay. You wanna now instead of talking about deadlifts, talking about how you are looking for work <laughs> while flexing. <laughs> while flexing. <laughs> Preferably, yes. <laughs> Uh, sure. Uh, I kind of start talking about how I'm looking for a new line of work. <laughs> um, but in a way that seems casual. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they I don't. You to, they don't. Uh, pay, they don't pay attention to yeah. that. Okay. <laughs> I, I assumed that. Um. Sorry, one second. I'm gonna mute while my. Yep. So. I though right, so can that... talk about that as well. I will start talking. You know, hey man, boy, you know, I got really got to get on this modeling gig. It's really not been paying off at all. Uh, you know, they 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 definitely don't <laughs> listen to you talking. <laughs> Modeling's really tough. <laughs> Maybe not for everyone, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that Gary Weaver is ruggedly handsome. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just like it seems. I don't know. I'm nervous to like approach clear security in a in a diner setting. <laughs> Yeah. Would it help you if I told you that no matter what happens, I intend to follow them and knock them unconscious? So, <laughs> then, I mean, if, you, if, you, if you're worried about in conversation, they're not going to remember it in about 15 Gary, minutes. Please don't do that. Oh my god. 
Is Gary like pinned inside the booth? Can we like keep him in there? Can say that he is. Yeah. Can say that uh, he's on the he's uh, he has the window. You have the you have the aisle. Gary's and I'm stronger you than Gary. To use the restroom, but we're not letting him. <laughs> well, it's fine. It's it's breakfast time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Nine o'clock. So. I'll say loudly that Jesus, there's only one bar in this house. What do you have to do to, you know, what do you, what do you do besides drink and go to sleep? <laughs> uh, I mean, they're they're not uh, really reacting to uh, your what to do in this small town vibes. Damn. <laughs> I mean, kind of to be expected, I guess. Um, I don't know. Let's go blend in with the locals. Let's go do some shopping at like a strip mall or something and see if anyone is gossiping or getting in fights and uh, general ruckus. <laughs> you know? There's got to be a subway or something we can catch them for lunch. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll circle back around lunch and dinner. Okay. Is um, there like a like a blouse barn? <laughs> blouse barn. I there's not enough people for a Costco, or I was gonna, you know. Oh my god. <laughs> so what's your? What are you trying to find out? I guess. I don't know. I'm killing time until we can go drinking. <laughs> um, Same as every day. <laughs> no, but like, I want to know if there's like some like rumors going around the town, like some weird shit, you know, that like the townspeople would be talking about. It's like the. Poor guy who got like sawed in half by a water gun. He he died like a week ago, right? Yeah, about a week ago. So I just want to know if anyone is like talking about him or like he has grieving family members or if uh like, hey, that's really strange. Does that happen a lot? Here? Yeah, you should ask these guys with the, with all that charisma. <laughs> no, you should ask them. No, no, no. Hey, you worked at that plant, right? Whatever happened with that dead guy? <laughs> I'd rather ask some like non like buff looking people. <laughs> some non buff looking people. We go for some the people uh, that, like, development I, I team like and ask them Actually, <laughs> take and interrogate if needed. Um, so from, just from what you have figured out, just from the, uh, the general air of this, the air of this, um, the operations of the plant are very, uh, uh, secretive, of, of, of a secretive nature. The only reason you would have a standing security force of supposedly this size in a regular business sense would be to protect against industrial theft and espionage and stealing of trade secrets and such. Um, it's excessive what you uh, have seen, uh, both in just the layout and um, the fact that these guys are obviously like, they're obviously ex-military people, not like your rent-a-cop, you know, 
uh, like we need someone to work security. Like they're hiring ex-military people to work third shift on a electronics plant. Um, that means there's something there or some reason to defend the location. Yeah, so I guess I just want to see if any of their like partners are more loose-lipped around town. If that's there, there's no partners. I mean, oh. um, when you're googling these employees, like very few of them are married, and the ones who are married are married to other people who work at the plant. Oh, got it. Okay. <sighs> Jeez, Max, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that information. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I, I still want to meet with the guy. <laughs> yeah, I can call him up. What if, okay, so what if so I go alone? So business approach or FBI approach? At, like, I'm gonna... Hmm. I wonder if it if I could, like, do, like, an FBI read-between-the-lines message and just be like, I'm Agent McNeely. I would like to meet with you about an information exchange. Yeah, well, you you do have a legitimate route to talk to this guy from the FBI. There is an employee of the corporation being charged with international smuggling. Um, So that is the like that is an official like we want to to talk to you. You are the head of this organization. This is a lot of money. Um, So uh, that's that's the the federal route into talking with this guy this guy is a um the head of a large corporation having approaching him from like a be- a business or a media perspective a media angle not that's not a quick that's i mean you'd have to do a lot of work um but it, it's not going to be like hey we want to talk to you tomorrow can we get a quote you know it's 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 he's at the position where like he approaches or has people approach outlets for to for him, him to talk to them it'd be like it'd be it'd be like you don't talk to elon musk elon musk goes and talks to you yeah and such like that uh, okay i yeah because like i i mean i think we know some shit i just want to like kind of not aggressively confront him with it but just like yo here's the things that we know that have gone down within the Hunt Electronics umbrella. This guy's stealing gold, is trying to smuggle gold across country lines. We'll tell you what we know if you'll tell us some more information. Well, and we think that he's doesn't have anything to do with this? No, I think he, he does like... have something to do with it, and we can use that to our advantage. Oh. Like, what makes you think that he would give up the secrets? Because as FBI and Delta Green, we also have secrets and maybe we can come up with some sort of information exchange that brings him into the program because he'd be a pretty big get for Delta Green if he can make time portals. Uh, Wouldn't that be like up to people higher grade than us to make that decision though? Like as to if we can ally with information based on, I mean, because we're here to investigate the murders that this guy is possibly behind. So, I mean, at that point, I'm looking at him as a sus, as I would anybody else. Well, I don't and, think we weren't investigating murders. We were just investigating whether or not this is a legitimate threat. Yeah, your, 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 your mission is to figure out what's going on at this plant, because gold is being smuggled outside of a plant, unless there's a secret gold. gold mine underneath the plant, yeah. which doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, so, 
And there just happens to also be some murders or deaths that have happened at the plane. That's right. Yeah. Just some ritualistic murder. Nothing to worry about here. So it's like, I don't necessarily think it's something that we should all do. Like, I want to keep some of you safe as like a, hey, if you don't hear from me in an hour, something went wrong and we need to figure something else out. But I mean, at this point, like this guy's not an idiot. He knows the FBI is going to come sniffing. He's probably the way he has his whole facility set up. He's constantly prepared for someone to storm the castle. Like. I guess. How do we reach him and not a lawyer? We say we're the FBI and we need to speak to the head of the company because there's an active international investigation. Yeah, this is this is the kind of um, like that like that line of questioning will get you a meeting with uh, this individual. If this is something he can't um, divert to, he might have a lawyer present, but he will also be present because this is it is you know he is the head of the corporation. So. That is and a it, good and idea. It st- yeah. And it stems and it stems back from things that left his building. So he can't you know, we can't ignore it really. Yeah, I mean if we're not gonna metal gear solid the other uh security team, then I say we go for it. High action. <laughs> High action. That's the goal. <laughs> yeah, I guess so the next thing would do is this something everyone wants to go to or is that something i feel like we should because this guy is the ceo right like he mm-hmm. is the man i feel like this is very ballsy yeah i do feel like this is very ballsy which is why i was was offering do we split up in case something goes completely sideways and then whoever is not involved in the going sideways can then get more people on here and, and talk to the program. I'm definitely sticking with the team. Uh, just a uh, personal preference on not getting left behind. I don't want to be left here and die and killed, murdered. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if I if I was debriefed correctly, last guy got left behind here with the this group uh, was killed by some type of dinosaur. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so gonna make the call to kind of coordinate a meet with Mister Lassiter. Yeah, a little meet cute. Okay. Um. Uh, William Lasseter's office. This is Rachel speaking. How can I help you? Uh, hello, Rachel. I'm uh, Mariah McNeely with the FBI. Um, we are following up on an ongoing investigation involving um, uh, an, a product leaving your facility and and being attempted to take across international borders. Uh, as part of this investigation, uh, we need to speak with uh, William Lasseter. Uh, in order to tie up these loose ends, uh, would you be able to set up a meeting uh, for us with him? Uh, yes, I, I do recall hearing about uh, this incident involving uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Emery. Um, uh, yes, I, I could schedule something for you uh, 
Thursday uh, at the HSS uh, office park uh, in in uh, in Duxbury, Pennsylvania. If if that will uh, um, if that will be convenient for you. Uh, is there any way we can make that sooner, or is Thursday the soonest he has? Uh, Thursday is the soonest he has. I I I, I hope you understand that uh, there is are, there are some unavoidable business things that uh, Mr. Emery or yeah uh, Mr. Lassiter uh, has to be uh, present at. Of course, um, we will be there. Um, what uh, are we meeting at uh, the headquarters in that city? Uh, no, there is a, uh, no, not at the plant directly, um, uh, for, uh, business confidentiality purposes, we'll be meeting at the, uh, HSS office park within, uh, Duxbury. She gives you an address. It's, it, it's, uh, it's where we hold all of our, um, uh, business meetings. Uh, they don't actually hold, like, okay. meetings at the plant. They have a separate building offsite where they would go and do, like, people coming into town for stuff or when you know board me board meetings and stuff okay. um and that seems above board yeah 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 that, that that would make sense uh based off of like the security of the plant because you don't have to go through all the rigmarole uh yeah. you mentioned you mentioned we would be there uh may i uh, request who also is going to be in uh uh in, in attendance um the, the company has a, a rather uh uh robust COVID uh, tr uh, contact tracing program. And we want to know beforehand on people who, who, who had to be in attendance, uh, vaccination records, proof of vaccination, um, masking will be required, uh, N95s will be provided, provided that you know your fitting sizes. Um, if not, uh, we request that a, um, a cloth mask at minimum be worn uh, while in the vicinity um, and social distancing practices be uh, 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 practiced while while without the grounds of a hunt electronics uh, property yes of course um i will be joined by some of my colleagues would it be possible to email you all of those records after this yes of call? course of course Thank yes you so much and then i could get her email address <laughs> yep she gives you like Ra rachel rachel mcadams at hss <laughs> i'm just picking up I'm i'm making up names um but that one sounds like a real name but it probably it is, is. anyways <laughs> okay yeah it's M-A-C Adams, but it's pronounced the same way. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, Rachel McAdams at HSS.com. So, um, yeah, so got a meeting with the big boss on Thursday. <sighs> okay. So I guess final decision are all of us coming. And I'm just, I just get worried. I don't want everyone to die. <laughs> together It'll together okay so then yeah i email her all of our because i'm assuming they're going to do a security check to make sure the people that are coming are legitimate so i have based on the amount of security they have in general so i feel like not, lying about not names a, not about not a bad idea or not, not a bad train of thought you got two legit F uh, i can't remember dr moss are you with the fbi Yes. Okay. Well, you got you. Oh yeah, yeah. And then uh, we'll say JJ's been given, you know, cursory. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll yeah. it'll appear so they're legit. Gonna, they're gonna research us anyways. So 
if we lie about names, that's only going to look real, real bad. Mm-hmm. So I, I send her all of our government names, scans of all of our vaccination cards. Yep. <laughs> yep. They've got, they've got, they've got that info. So anything you want to do. I send her a very polite do... email. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, you know, if she responds back quickly. We'll see you at uh, see you at Thursday at nine. At- see you attached meeting notice. So, um, anything you guys want to do between now and then? So you got some time. Yeah, I'd love to creep on this guy. We got Walter Weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, cards are all still there at the plant. So what happens? I'm gonna swing by his address really bad. You want sure. to go with? Yeah, let's all get to his address on the way. We'll just swing by. We're not saying we're gonna get out and knock anybody unconscious this time. <laughs> this time. All right. Uh, no one appears to be home. It's a small single-family house, uh, bungalow style, um, early 20th century. Uh, it doesn't appear anyone's home. Uh, cool. Uh, what about the neighbors? Uh, there's, there are neighbors. Yes. We'll say there, there's neighbors there. Uh, someone does appear to be home. We'll say. Bummer. Uh, yeah, I was just going to. Were you going to break into his house? Well, if nobody was around, (laughs) that's, you only get to break in only if you get caught. I mean, I, I follow your logic. <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe we ask the neighbors <clears throat> what they know yeah, about that's, him. That's, that's what I thought you were uh, going towards. But yeah, I mean, it's the middle of the day. So yeah, there are people, at least one neighbor. The neighbor next door to him is is home. Uh, well, you know, the town's going to find out where FBI is soon enough. You want to talk to the neighbors to see if they know anything about this guy's schedule that we can come back and maybe talk to Walter Weeks. And if they haven't seen him in a few days, that's almost concerning. Maybe we should check in. So you're knocking on our door? I'm just, I'm just worried we don't have, like, I don't want to, I don't know, I, like, I'm just hesitant to do anything that would, like, potentially raise suspicion or awareness before we go into this meeting where we want him to be like open and also, talk about things. What makes you think that he doesn't know we're already here? <laughs> well like I'm not, yeah like I'm sure it's not a surprise that we're here, but like that's true. If 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 we're obviously doing digging that's outside of the reason we want to talk to him, then that's gonna raise a lot of suspicion before it happens. Yeah, I guess we can always do this creepy stuff afterwards. I just trying to kill downtime. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so that's why I'm 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 just asking you what you want to do or what yeah. what methods you want to take. So I have no idea. That's why it's so stressful. <laughs> it's just as stressful when we're not shooting things as when we are. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Yeah, I don't have anything particular. I mean, we can always just uh, pass, the, pass the, the time. Outside of town. 
Oh, sorry. Well, like, where is the town? Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. So- Southern Pennsylvania. Are there any, like, unique or interesting, like, land formations around the planet? Um... Like uh, mazes with snake people in them. Or... N- no, 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 Cult. no, dis- no distinct. <laughs> no, um, no distinct serpent mounds or. Um... Well, my character is good with uh, reading a book and relaxing until Thursday. Then. <laughs> okay. Uh, the the one object you haven't really followed up on is you have a name of Jim Avery. Um, oh yeah, you... I want to see if we can find out more about Jim Avery. Okay. That'll take a bureaucracy check. I can do that. I'm good at bureaucracy. Yay. Ot eight. Ot eight. Jim Avery, head of security at the Duxbury plants. Uh, 60s, ex-army ranger. Uh, worked directly under Lassiter for 22 years. Um. Da-da-da-dum. Uh, widowed, um, uh, wife died of cancer 17 years back, um, has a daughter who lives in San Diego, uh, single mother of two. Um, yeah. You said that very excitedly, which makes me. Yeah, that's that's background background information about the guy. Mm -hmm. Let's find her kidnapper. Ex-Army Ranger has a daughter. Head of security. I feel like there's a reference to something I'm not getting. Uh, can I look into the daughter with a bureaucracy check? Yeah, sure. You got the time. Uh, 36 under 70. Okay, one sec. Let me just look this up. Imogen Grant made a name Avery. Um, mother of two lives lives in San Diego. Uh, lives near the Sweetwater Summit Regional Park. Um, lives outside of which is outside of downtown San Diego. Uh, works as a receptionist on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesdays as, as a, at a physical therapist office. Uh, yeah. It's a so lot of time a, in a week for mischief. She's a single mother and only works part-time? Mm-hmm. That's a receptionist. Can I bureaucracy into her financial records? Uh, yeah. Uh, 33 under 70. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, she gets um, monthly checks like clockwork from her father. Substantial money. Okay. So clearly, he gives a it's shit about her. Because <laughs> she, she lives in a, a rather upscale neighborhood. Okay. Uh. <sighs> I mean, we... now. That's no. Nope, yeah, that's you know, nope. it's something. Something to it's know. It's too risky. It's too risky. <laughs> just nope out of there. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, a single mother who works as a receptionist part time would be real easy to kidnap. 
but <laughs> I agree. Maybe that's something we can do if this meeting does not go well. Let's there you keep go. That in our back pockets. <laughs> back pockets. That's a great keeper. Uh, you also know where uh, uh, Jay Mabry's house is in uh, in blah 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 in Duxbury. We should swing by that address. He's totally going to be at work. Mm-hmm. Maybe his neighbors aren't home. Maybe the door's unlocked. You never know. You got to find out. I mean, yeah, I'm sure he has massive security, but we could just do a drive by. <laughs> uh, looks to be a ranch. You you probably say two bedroom house. Looks very modest. If he's giving a lot of money to his daughter, which he is, based off your uh, research, he's living like below his means, or this house is like some obviously below what he could have afford killer. I actually have an idea here. Um, I'm going to, we're going to pull up outside his house. I'm going to bust out my FBI laptop encrypted laptop mm-hmm. so that I can do some Wi-Fi analysis and see if he's got his own personal Wi-Fi that maybe I can hack into with my computer science skills. Uh, yeah, we'll say he has a, he has a, a, a a, a network that you could cool. that you could uh, try to get into. I would into. love to try to yeah to just get into his Wi-Fi. Um, okay, roll roll me computer science. Oh, uh, Adrian McNeely, your background on Avery reveals uh, served in South America, First Gulf War, Mogadishu, Kosovo, has the, uh, let's see, uh, Silver Star, twice. 75 out of 60. Nope. Uh, nope. Can't get into that network. Can I spot any visual... He said he lives below his means. Maybe he doesn't have a killer security system. Does yeah. he, uh, you know, can I spot anything just by being in the car? No, don't, don't, uh, don't really, uh, does, the, the, you know, nothing, nothing obvious. No, you know, ring doorbell or anything like that. No, uh, no security cams in obvious places. Nope. Okay, that's cool. Um, uh, what about the neighbors? How are the neighbors looking? What's the sitch on them? It's a working class neighborhood, you know, modest housing, single story, ranches. As we drive by, do happen to be cars in the driveway on the neighbors? Are there any lights on or anything like that? I know it's do you do you do you want there to be? No. Or uh, roll luck then. High, uh, high is bad. I rolled a two then. So All right, I'm yeah, you don't see that. any cars in the area. Great. Let's see if his front door's unlocked. I would knock first, and then, you know, maybe the door's open. Uh, no answer. The door's not locked. Bingo. I'm going in. <laughs> I'll be your lookout with a walkie. <laughs> Rifle through some of the stuff in here. Uh, yeah, yeah. Do I need to like be consistently rolling alertness or okay. no, no? Um, yeah, strange. Yeah, it's a it's a very very modest house. Um, it's 
it's a it's a place that he can sleep at if he needs a place to sleep at. Um, roll me search. Eighty-two out of twenty. I wasn't the right man for this job. Yeah, you're nothing's really popping out. Um, you find uh, a a cigar box which has a lot of his like army ranger patches and medals and and stuff like that. Um, some photos of him in the in the service when he's younger. Uh, a photo of what is probably a very young uh, Imogen, his daughter. Um, but yeah, that's that's what you're getting through rummaging through this guy's house. Uh, any security badges or anything, and then like that that we can then identify. That would be useful. Keys on the on the key next to the door, you know. No, there's there's no keys next to the door or anything like that. Um, Bummer. Definitely uh, close the door then, and just let everybody know. Hey, you know, I right. didn't find anything. All right. Uh. Now roll alertness. Seventeen. Uh. You better make it look like you parked in the wrong driveway. I didn't park in the driveway. We parked on the street. <laughs> there's there's someone uh there's someone next door, so you need to either creep away quietly or uh it'll be obvious that someone was uh yeah. rummaging around that house. I'll yes. Creep, creep away quietly. Uh roll, roll stealth. stealth or drive. Whichever one's oh, better. I'm, I'm good at both of those. I'm good at both of those. Hell yeah. 60 under 70. All right. Yeah, you you slow roll away as if you were never there. I love that. I love that for us. Yeah. That was clutch. All right. So that's we'll say that's the end of Tuesday. Wednesday, anything you guys want to do on Wednesday? Keep it illegal. <laughs> um... I'm just trying. To, I'm just trying to think of some of our backup options here, depending on how this meeting goes. I don't. I mean, I don't. I think this Avery guy will fold if we kidnap his daughter, but that's. I think that's a last resort. Um, and he could just maybe get us into the building if we blackmail him. Um. But again, that seems dangerous. Um, I I don't know. I guess for this meeting, obviously we're going in with the we want to know about the gold and ask some questions about that. I'm pretty tempted to just be like, yo, we know there's some shit going down because of X, Y, and Z being the dinosaurs and Hellbend and something with snake people and William Hunt being whatever William Hunt was and see if he's willing to talk to us off the record. <laughs> All right, that's that's going to be your, your plan. I mean, unless anyone else thinks that's like a really, really bad idea, but 
at this point, that's the best lockdown building we've ever seen. And asking directly might get us better results than we initially thought. Like, this guy is, like, powerful, but I don't think he's dumb. No, we definitely we should definitely talk to him. My only concern at all was just what do we have and do we have enough to talk to him about that we can like pin him on something. Um, but you know, I I we there's a lot of things that we could do if we're if we're trying to align with him. That's a whole different conversation. One that I mean, whatever. Uh, I'm down. Whatever it takes to get time travel, you know. <laughs> time travel and dinosaurs. That's all we really want. That's exactly right. Give me the giant dino. <sighs> oh, sorry. The dragonfly inside of it. Yeah. That's all my character wants in life. <laughs> 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 Just wistfully remembering the feel of <laughs> the egg in my hands. <laughs> As we're waiting. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, we will move on to uh, the discussion, the meet and greet with Mr. Lasseter, and we'll wrap it up after that for tonight. Because um, obviously, this is not going to be one and done, uh, this, yeah. this part. So, all right. So, unless there's no other plans for Wednesday, we'll fast forward to Thursday morning. Are there any? I think we tied up all the threads that we had already opened, gang. Is there anything glaringly obvious that we're missing? I'm good. Yeah, I'm good too. We should definitely bring, uh, like, you know, like our guns and all those things. I mean, I doubt they're going to let us bring those into the meeting room. <laughs> we should I mean, at least you're, you're, you're federal agents, so yeah, like so by we'll law, you're allowed them, to but... carry weapons. Yeah. So, but they know that as well. So they'll be armed. expect <laughs> to uh, be treated accordingly. Um, in like our files that we have from our, from like the previous missions for this, do we have like our, our documentation and like pictures and everything? Uh, not on you. Cause you don't keep that. Like that's, right. it's, uh, yeah, but know. I guess we have people who have seen it firsthand. So yeah. Yeah. Um, that's obtainable if you need it for something. Possibly. Um, I mean, I, I wouldn't mind having it in my back pocket and just be like, here's what we know in case he's like, seems like he's going to talk to us. Uh, but that also seems dangerous if they search it before we talk to him and can't keep it secret, keep it safe. Yeah, so it's. I mean, I you don't have come to come in with our brains, but no physical. We can, yeah, I guess if he yeah. like, if he if he has a conversation with us, we can be like, we can provide proof. Mm -hmm. Dot dot dot. Yeah, because if that oh. falls into the wrong hands, I could definitely go a different flavor of sideways that we'd all get disappeared for. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, when Max agrees immediately, <laughs> that yeah, I mean that's that's you know that's. That's good tradecraft. You yeah. know, you come with an offer. Don't come with the offer. Yeah. I'm not in business. I don't know these things. <laughs> All right. Um, 
So Thursday. Sure. Thursday. <laughs> All right. So the four of you pull up in your tasteful automobile. So that's all you're allowed to rent on Delta Green's dollar uh, to the rather lavish office park of um, Hunt Specialty Services. It's a very modern, well-kept um, uh, office park. A lot of windows, a lot of uh, uh, natural light allows in. Brightens up the place despite the fact that it's February and wet and cold and dreary out. So... Um, you are greeted by a woman in a N95 mask that has like the HSS logo like embossed into it um, and uh, asks you to sign in uh, for purposes of contact tracing. And she gives you all a temperature check. Um, uh, after, uh, after making sure that you're all that's all in the green, she picks up a phone and she says, oh, yes, please wait. Um, uh, personnel will be out to escort you to uh, meet with Mr. Lassiter. Um, so, and she kind of just goes back to uh, uh, doing stuff on the, the desktop computer. Uh, the the air of this place is like they don't come here unless there's a reason to come here. Um, so, uh, after like a minute or two, uh, two uh, individuals in the black shirt come out. Uh, Uh, to um uh everyone can roll alertness 52 under 60 uh these individuals uh leading you to the boardroom have a gun bulge um for uh, a shoulder holster um that the bulge <laughs> yep uh within the room are uh a wide-faced older gentleman uh that you recognize as William Lassiter. You also see a um a man who you would say is in his 60s with gray hair. Um he's wearing uh slacks and a uh a, a windbreaker. Um but he has an air of confidence about him. You would put this guy as uh Jim Avery, the head of security. Um, uh, your alertness, or uh, you, yeah, that's all your alertness uh, gave me. You can roll another alertness if you'd like now, just to get a better look at these guys. Uh, 39. Uh, he's also, uh, Avery also has a uh, gun bulge under his uh, uh, jacket. Okay. Um, I got a one. Uh, one, okay. Um, as you were kind of like scoping the area out, there is a suburban outside with at least three or four individuals in it. Um, that you know, uh, you say that is a recent, par recently parked car. Uh, you you would put that as security additional security detail on the uh, exterior of the building. So, that is a lot of security. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, outdoor, there's also like a Lincoln Town car that you would assume that that is how um, uh, Lassiter arrived in because those aren't common on the roads. Um, so, all right. Um, so uh, Lassiter turns. You says, "I uh, yes, I would say that you are uh, Agent McNeely of the FBI." 
Uh, pleasure to meet you, sir. I'd shake your hand, but I know how uh, strict your COVID protocols are. Of course, of course. We must uh, we, we must remain vigilant um, during these uncertain times. You don't need mm-hmm. to get another uh, uh, variant to... Um, uh, to, to, to spread. Uh, I, I do uh, thank you for your prompt compliance with our company's protocols. I know some would say it's excessive, but better safe than sorry. Um, I mean, that's, I know that's... my colleagues and I are, are thoroughly impressed with uh, your mandates and additionally, all of your employees' compliance uh, with those mandates. That's, that's very impressive. <laughs> Yes, yes. My uh, my workforce here in Duxbury takes their positions uh, very seriously, and um, we wouldn't want um, a, a pandemic to uh, stop the great things from coming out of uh, out of Duxbury. A lot of keen minds of um, with great new ideas coming out that I hope will you know make the world for the best. Well. Speaking of things coming out of Duxbury, Mr. Lassiter, mm-hmm. um, I'm sure you know the reason why we are here, and that's to talk to you about the, the gold that was confiscated from some of your engineering equipment by your employee, Jonathan Emery, at LaGuardia Airport. Yes, yes. Um, Mr. Emery has been under suspicion by Mr. Avery here. For quite some time, we were in the process of building a uh, file against him to properly uh, document our suspicions and turn them over to the federal authorities. But uh, it seems that he apparently got sloppy in in his dealings and was apprehended before we had a chance to uh, deliver such information um, to you. So... uh, But um, yes, that that is you know, uh, the the, uh, the 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 exact details of his up of of his uh, activities are not entirely up to my uh, knowledge. Mr. Avery here could fill you in more um, on the possible contacts that he might have uh, that would lead to this this smuggling operation. Uh, what type of suspicious things was he doing that you were building in this HR case? Well, as a man of the of his age, uh, the frequent almost clockwork trips to uh, Euro- uh, Europe um, were seen as uh, irregularities, especially with someone so young. Um, uh, his He kept odd hours and odd company, apparently. He was based in New York, which I know that there are Several unsavory types in that city. I've I've spent some time there, but it is not it's not to my liking. But um, I much more enjoy the quiet countryside. But that is just me. Um, every every place has its time, and every place has its place. Um, so uh, yeah, Avery uh pops in. It's like yes, we have we can provide uh evidence um uh corroborating uh our investigations um if if needed um they can be made available to you for uh in any attempts to aid your investigation to uh uh discover this uh smuggling ring that would be very much appreciated sirs yes it'll be uh um, what op- what office are you uh, working out of, and we could forward any uh, relevant information we have 
to uh, for for your for proceedings. I mean, I'm heading the investigation, so you can just send it to me directly. And where may I do where may I do that, ma'am? Uh, your receptionist has my contact information. <laughs> right. <laughs> um. So I mean, we've we've driven by your facility. It's it's quite impressive. Um, it's actually probably more locked down than than the Pentagon, if I'm being completely honest. Uh, what kind of stuff you have locked up back there? <laughs> Oh, well, we have many uh, research and development projects, um, you know, uh, that I, of course, you understand I cannot get to f fully into it. If you like, we can give you a tour of the facility, um, just to have a better understanding of what we do at uh, HSS. A lot of um, computer chips and microelectronics, uh, R&D, as well as some production. As I'm sure you're aware of the supply, with the supply chain disruptions, the automotive industry was... Um, uh, facing a shortage of semiconductors and um, transmission uh, chips. And luckily, we were able to alter our production capabilities to help support their uh, production uh, production needs. So. Oh, now I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they're inviting you to the plant if you want to go to the plant. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, we would love to take a tour of the plant, um, if that could be amenable. Uh, after our tour, would it be possible to to sit down and have another meeting with you? Oh, yes, uh, one... yes, of course, of course. Um, I know I know you're a busy man, so I'd love to be able to get these things both on the schedule before we head out for the day. Yes, yes. Uh, Mr. Avery, can you uh, schedule something for them tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow morning, would that be uh, that would be would that be work? Would that work for you? Um, and he's yes. And, and my calendar uh, would allow for something following that as well. Yeah. Let's let's plan for that because I'm sure we'll have um, some follow up questions for you that we would love to talk about as I send you know the information that we got that you're uh, willing to give us from uh, about Emery. Uh, as I pass that up the chain, I'm sure we'll have some follow up questions. Um, with you for that. So I, I would love for us all to be able to have another sit down meeting um, face to face. Yes, sir. yes, of course, of course. Um, yes, a, a, uh, a, a sense of security has always been paramount to um, uh, Hunt Electronics um, ever since the company's founding. And uh, that's something that uh, we believe is uh, part of our best practices. So yeah, you will, of course, understand um, uh, with the amount of leaks that uh, go on that you read about in the media that we, we, we take our security and the security of and health of our employees very, uh, very seriously here in, in Duxbury. So, yes, of course. And as we are all FBI agents, um, obviously, we will take your security concerns very seriously. Uh, and I hope that you will trust and respect our abilities to do that. Of course, of course. <laughs> All right. So um, he asks if there's anything else, and if if not, um, he you know he says yeah. thank you for coming by, and um, uh, the the uh, security guards, the security detail, uh, guide you out of the room. Okay. And um, as you're leaving, uh, the the woman at the desk, who is obviously Rachel Mac Adams, 
he's like, yes, I will. I will be forwarding um, the information you requested to uh, your email. Uh, would you like physical copies of any documentation we have for your records? Uh, sure. Uh, and where might I send that to? Oh, actually, no. Just the electronic would be fine. Uh, I can print them out as as I need them. We'll save a tree. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. Must care about the environment. Okay. Okay. All right. So uh, I I wanted to 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 grill him about what we know, but I figured if we got a tour out of it, we can grill him after. That seems like way more information, right? Sure. Yeah. I rolled with your Yep. <laughs> all right and we will wrap it up there for this evening next time in relatable roles we will be having the grand tour of the hunt specialty services uh plant in duxbury pennsylvania big showdown. <laughs> maybe we'll see. i don't we'll know see. i want to i want to see what he we should follow them doors. that's what we should do is follow them from this meeting and then kidnap their children <laughs> <laughs> simultaneously <laughs> Gary Weaver is a wild card. <laughs> is too old for this. <laughs> he just wants to read some weird scribbles and call it a day. All right, yeah. so we'll say that um, as you are, you guys are conversing in the car, you do see the Lincoln Town car with uh, Lassiter and Avery uh, leave the building with the Suburban in tow. So you could possibly follow them if you wanted to. See where they're going. But uh, yeah, but we'd. But we'll leave that for next time. Okay, I have pretty good drive, so maybe we could do it. <laughs> Take with the distance, yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. So uh, yeah, that was the beginning of Future Perfect <laughs> Part Three. Uh, questions, comments, feedback. It's kind of hard to do that because it's still ongoing. But you yeah. guys enjoy this kind of slow, more of a slow burn kind of investigation. The slow burns actually make me more nervous. <laughs> I was going to say, he kept asking, like, what are you going to do? And I was like, oh, my God, we have two days to do what? <laughs> I know. It's like, there's so much time. What should we be doing? I don't know. No, I like the open-endedness. It reminds me of old, like, like uh, vampire World of Darkness games. Those are pretty open-ended as well. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones I played. I, I fucking love it. It was great. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, glad you guys are enjoying this. As, as reading through this one, I'm just like, this can go a lot of different ways. Um, which I will elaborate on <laughs> once we wrap this part up. <laughs> so, yeah, I feel um, like there can be a lot of anticlimactic things, a lot of just really bad firefights, um, poorly organized raids. I don't know. I like that we're trying to do this the bureaucratic way before we just firebomb a city in Pennsylvania. <laughs> We'll see how long you can hold out. I just I know Gary's gonna want to blow something up next time, and hopefully we'll be able to follow through with us. <laughs> yeah, tune in next time to relatable <laughs> roles where you could uh, uh, hear what happens next and future perfect. Uh, <laughs> thank you uh, to uh, Stacy, Joe, and Kayla for joining Claire and I for another exciting game of Delta Green. And Claire, why don't you tell the folks at home where they can find us on all the places? Heck yeah. Uh, you can go to our website, RelatableRoles.com, which has uh, links to all of our social medias, as well as where you can find all of our episodes. Uh, we are on both Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Instagram, Relatable Roles Podcast. Twitter is at Relatable Roles. 
Um, and you can find both my and Max's personal accounts on there as well. Uh, feel free to give us a follow so we can get to more people by the beauty of the algorithm. Um, rate and review us on iTunes if you feel so inclined so more people can uh, listen to our harrowing tales of bleak survival. Um, and, you know, any other games we play that usually end up being a lot more lighthearted than this. Um, <laughs> If you like what we're doing and want to be involved, let us know. Maybe you can play a game with us, uh, which would be pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and keep on keep on listening. Keep on doing what you do. Thanks for listening. Thank you for sticking through it with us as we took our little, little holiday hiatus. We're really happy to be back. Yeah, yeah. It's, I think it was, uh, it was well needed because yeah. we don't need to go why. It was just because 2021 was 2021. But we're yeah. in 2022 now. We're at now now. Yeah. So when will when will then be now? Soon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, this is Red Wolf signing off. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye, Alistair. <laughs>